0: Welcome into NBA Sound System, Micah Adams alongside Kyle Irving. We are here to talk all-star and only all-star. The starters announced on Thursday in the West. Let's just get right down to it. In the West, James Harden, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. No real surprises there. In the East, the three front court spots, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and Pascal Siakam. Joined in the backcourt by Kimba Walker and Trey Young. So, first things foremost, Kyle, what are your initial thoughts? Do you think they got it right?
1: My initial thoughts are, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but I think they did get it right as far as what everybody thinks they got wrong. You know, a lot of people are unhappy with Trey Young being an All Star starter because his team has the worst record in the NBA. But you know, when when you really look at it, I mean, did. Ben Simmons really played well enough in the first half of the season besides the last ten games, five, ten games, to be an all-star starter. Malcolm Brogdon missed time. Kyle Lowry, you can make an argument. Eric Bledsoe didn't play well enough in the first half of the season, any of those guys. Um, when you look at Trey Young, you're looking at a player that's averaging 29 and 9. I mean, he's putting up all-star numbers. I know his team production isn't coming along with it, and that's the issue that people have. But I don't believe that there's any other guard in the East that played well enough to take that spot from him.
0: No, I agree. And one of my biggest gripes, and, and this is this is not specific to the all-star. I mean, it, it's the NCAA tournament. It's just anyone. Anytime people say, well, oh, that guy shouldn't be a starter, you better then say, okay, who should it be then? And like you look up and down the East and like if it was up to me personally, I probably would not have had Trey Young as a starter. But like the fans wanted him in. and I'm just not sure who else out there is overly deserving. You talked about Ben Simmons. I mean is it Bradley Beal? I mean same thing. His 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 team is losing. Kyrie's been hurt. I don't think you're really going to take someone like Malcolm Brogdon. I mean there's just not really a whole lot of options. My biggest gripe uh with the, is just with the positions. Because I, I just don't think that we should worry about positions. Jimmy Butler has been one of the five best players in the East, no doubt about it. He deserves to be starting. And I also think if you look at, I mean, what if Kevin Durant had not been hurt? And then we could be looking at a situation where, like, all five of the starters in the East should probably be front court guys. Because if Kevin Durant was healthy, then what are you you're knocking out Pascal Siakam? You're knocking out... Joel Embiid. So I think we've just gotten to the point we got to do away with positions.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, you have an argument there where you have to do away with positions. I think, as it is, is there, there's not a center. Position on the ballot, right, right. So I mean, I think that's where someone like Joel Embiid, who's missed a lot of time, I mean, he's been good when he's been on the floor, but he hasn't even been as good as he was last year. And I know it's all comparative when you're looking at you know his stats against his own stats because he sets a high standard for himself, being one of the best centers in the NBA. But I think you make a good point where someone like Jimmy Butler really has been one of the you said five best players in the East. I think he's personally been one of the ten best players in the NBA this season. I I wouldn't agree with that, and and it's tough that you know he can't be on the ballot as a guard or can't be or can't be on the bat or isn't on the starting lineup as a forward because he got weeded out by guys like Embiid, Siakam, and obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, no doubt. So
0: we have the starters. The reserves picked by the coaches will be announced next Thursday on TNT. On February 6th, uh, the NBA All-Star Draft will air also on TNT, 7 o'clock Eastern. Team LeBron, Team Giannis, they'll make their picks. We're going to do it for them here in a minute, but first... I just want to roll through the player vote because I, I think one of the things that gets glossed over when these starters gets announced is we're also made uh, privy to who all the players voted for. Yeah, you go online. You, can, you just Google it. You can find all of the lists. But I think some of my—I just want to go through some key takeaways here. Uh, just a couple of random observations that, that I found interesting. Bradley Beal, uh, eighth in the fan vote. Players voted him second among East Guards. Ahead of, uh, actually, ahead of both Kimball Walker and Trey Young.
1: Yeah, I think with Bradley Beal, so you look at the Trey Young argument where he's on one of the worst teams in the East. And with Bradley Beal, I mean, it's the same situation. The Wizards are one of the worst teams in the East as well. And I think when you compare their numbers against each other, Trey Young's numbers are just better. Um, I don't know if that's because he's more well-liked. He's been in the league a little bit longer. He earned the respect of the players a little bit more. Maybe you know some of the older guys don't really you know like Trey Young as much as the fans do or some of the younger guys in the league do. Um, I don't have a problem with, with Brad Beal being the second highest vote-getter because he is having a great season aside from the 10 or so games that he missed with that injury. But he's you know picked up right where he left off after that, and he's been pretty solid. So I don't necessarily see that as a huge issue with yeah. Bradley Beal. I don't. Like either,
0: I, I look at it is as, as far more of just the players' respect uh, for Bradley Beal. A couple of other interesting ones: Bam Adebayo finished fourth among East frontcourt players. It's actually two spots ahead of Jimmy Butler. I find that incredibly surprising. I, I think that's that's more so probably a mix of appreciation for what Bam does. And then you know Jimmy has a history of kind of rubbing some people the wrong way, so I'm sure you know when he's when he's uh, you know talking smack to TJ Warren. TJ Warren's probably not going back, getting at his phone and, and plugging in Jimmy Butler's name for the for the All
1: Star game. <laughs> no, I completely agree there. I think that Jimmy Butler he seems like one of those players where you either love him or you hate him, and there's no in between. Um, it does surprise me that he ended up higher, or that Ben bio ended up higher than Jimmy Butler. But I was just saying to you that if if I had a vote. You know Pascal Siakam has been he's been solid, but I really feel like he only played really really well the first 20 games of the season, and then he's missed time with an injury. and He's been slow since then. And Joel Embiid's missed a lot of time with an injury too. I, I personally would have went with Jimmy Butler as a front court person, as a front court player, and then I would have went with either Bam Adebayo or DeMonta Sabonis, who I think has been incredible this year too. So
0: I agree. I, I think Pascal is is sort of riding the riding the wave from those first 20 games or whatnot. Uh, ben Simmons fourth among players uh in the in the East backcourt, eighth among fans. Eric, another interesting one I think in the East, Eric Bledsoe uh received more love from the players than either Jalen Brown or Malcolm Brogdon, which I, I found just found that to be somewhat interesting because I think like people don't talk about Milwaukee getting a third All-Star, and maybe they should, and I think Bledsoe his playoff performance kind of a Still reeks a little bit, but I, I just think that it's interesting that is not really a name that gets brought up a whole lot uh, in all-star conversations, whereas both Brown and Brogdon, are, are, you you listen to any podcast, you read any article, those are always guys on the fence and in the conversation, whereas Bledsoe's really not.
1: Yeah, I, so for what it's worth, I have not looked at the player votes yet. Micah is just reading this to me almost as an element of surprise, and that shocks me about Eric Bledsoe, especially because he has missed time. This season, at the start of the season, and he had another injury towards the middle of the season that caused him to miss some games. Um, That shocks me. I like you just said. You hear more people talk about the Celtics getting three All Stars than you do the Bucks getting three All
0: Stars. I mean, even four, because I mean, not anymore. But like beginning of the year, Gordon Hayward prior to going down. People were talking like, "Is Gordon Hayward Boston's best player?"
1: Yeah, I that shocks me about Eric Bledsoe. Um, I didn't realize that he was loved by the players like that. I guess the, I mean, the easy argument is that they have the best record in the NBA by far. In that he is their third best player, so I could see where you know maybe some players are showing him some love, especially with the thin uh, thin backcourt selection that there is in the East. But I mean, I would have never expected Eric Bledsoe to be that yeah, high.
0: Yeah, I, I do know. I do remember a couple of years ago. Players voted Eric Bledsoe in, in one of those annual offseason surveys as the most underrated, underappreciated player in the league. So, okay. Eric Bledsoe receiving some love, uh, not a new thing. Switching over to the Western Conference, one of the ones that stuck out to me, uh, Stephen Adams received the same number of votes as Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I guess. A I think our play, players still giving <laughs> Gobert grief I, for crying last. N- year? No,
1: I see. I I actually think that's I think that's a thing. I think that. All star voting is—is is it sort of similar to? I think it means more than being voted into the Pro Bowl in the NFL yeah. because God, I hope so. I <laughs> think I think it, I I think think it you, does. You or I probably uh, could get in the Pro Bowl, <laughs> right? But I do think that him crying and there's nothing wrong. Let me put this: there's nothing wrong with being there passionate about. You know, him wanting to be selected as an all star for a first time. He's a two time Defensive Player of the Year. He feels like he's earned it, but at the same time. I don't think that the players really like the idea of him crying over not being an all- star, which I understand that too. I mean, you know, you got to kind of just you know take it with a grain of salt and just play with a chip on your shoulder and add that to the aggression that you're playing with. But I don't think that you should really be sitting in front of the media crying that you didn't make the all star I, team.
0: I, I, I think this is, this is probably a little bit of a of the like the NBA all star vote version of Team Petty. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about Bradley Beal receiving a lot of respect from players for for being recognized for just how good of a player he was. The two that stood out to me in the Western Conference, sort of in that same vein, Lamarcus Aldridge was 24th among the fan vote for Western Conference uh, frontcourt players, finished 8th among players. That's nothing new uh, in all four years that players have been participating He's finished significantly higher among them than fans every year. No surprise. I don't think LaMarcus Aldridge is your like Instagram viral NBA uh fan-friendly star and the other guy is Devin Booker. Finished uh 4th among west guards for players, so I think players sort of have a lot of respect for for uh D-Book's uh ability.
1: Yeah, I like that about. Well, first we'll we'll go to LaMarcus Aldridge. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, he's not By any means, you know a a fan favorite or anything like that. I don't even know if you know the casual fan NBA fan really understands how good LaMarcus Aldridge is. Um, I think it doesn't surprise me that the players respect him a lot more the way he can dominate games. We saw it in his uh, in the Zion debut the other night. I mean, Zion was the story of the show, but Marcus Aldridge is by far the most dominant player on the floor, and I think players respect that. Uh, With Devin Booker, that actually surprised me, kind of in the same sense with Trey Young, just because. I don't know if I, I guess I wouldn't have expected players to respect Devin Booker that much. He's having a phenomenal season. I'm glad that he received the votes that he did from the players because he really deserves to be rewarded for upping his efficiency. I know his team isn't necessarily winning yet, but they are kind of in that race for the Western Conference eight seed. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that Devin Booker got that respect because he deserves it.
0: Yeah, they've rebounded after fading fast. I think they had they had an eight or nine game losing streak, and it looked like they were headed just towards another season with another top five pick. They've recovered, certainly, in the mix. The last one I have for you, this is the Western Conference version of Eric Bledsoe. Will Barton, eighth among West Guards, higher than Jamal Murray, uh, his teammate in Denver, also higher than the likes of Chris Paul, Shiggles, is, uh, SGA, can't pronounce his name. So Will Barton getting some love from, uh, from the players here
1: that's yeah that I so over Jamal Murray that doesn't necessarily surprise me Will Barton's actually quietly had a pretty incredible season keeping that uh, Denver offense alive I mean he's scoring the ball it seems like every time I look at a Denver box score I'm like wow Will Barton had 25 again or Will Barton had 22 off the bench I feel like he's just been he's been a pretty solid uh, constant for that offense where Jamal Murray really isn't having that great of a season but it does surprise me that he got more love than especially Chris Paul for sure and I think that I would have guessed that Shea just Alexander would have been a player that would have received more love than someone like Will Barton from the players. I just feel like people respect the direction that he's heading in and people realize that you know he could be a star of the future, but I still would have expected Chris Paul to receive more votes than both SGA and Will The Thrill. Yeah.
0: I mean, it speaks to the, the, the type of season Will Barton's having. I, I think it, there is also a little bit of a weird... If you're the Denver Nuggets, that's not a good thing that Will Barton is the guy that's <laughs> no. getting the second most... All-Star votes as sort of your team's quasi-second guy. So whatever. The, the, there's multiple uh, multiple perspectives with which to interpret that. Looking through uh, one of the other things about the, the player vote is you get to see guys who receive votes that are probably voting for themselves. Look, there are far too many guys to sit here and go through everyone. Uh, again, you can go check that out. Just Google Google it. You could find the whole list. Uh, I I do want to go through some notables with multiple votes because that means it wasn't just them voting for themselves. They got a teammate involved, a friend. So three of the ones that stuck out, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, and Dennis Smith Jr., some known commodities. However, we're going to play a little game here. We're going to steal a game from TNT, and we're going to do who he played for. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of names uh, for guys that received multiple votes. And just uh, let's see oh, how man. close you even uh, fall on the end of the bench. I hope I
1: can do better than uh, Shaq and Charles I, do.
0: <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion you'll do slightly better. Okay. Let's start out with uh, Mr. Two Years Away from Being Two Years Away. Bruno Caboclo finished with two All-Star votes from players. Who he played for? Memphis Grizzlies. There we go. I love one and a off, off to a good start. <laughs> Next up, Jordan Bone. Oh, man, Jordan Bone. Whew. Right off the tip of your, You didn't think you'd be talking Jordan Bone today. No, did you? I did
1: not think I'd be talking Jordan Bone today. I'm sitting here thinking where he played in college. I have no idea where Jordan Bone is playing. Jordan Bone on the Detroit Pistons. Sure. There we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Derrick Rose, not the only
0: Piston getting some love there. Nicholas Claxton. Oh, Nick Claxton. He's in uh, Brooklyn. There we go. Look at you. All right, right, two, two for three here. Chimise
1: Metu. He's uh, in San Antonio. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he's, let's go. You're on
0: a roll here. All right, I got three more names for you, then we'll get on to our draft. Mia Oni.
1: Mia Oni. Oh, oh, wow. I just saw him the other day. Um, League past favorite of yours? No, 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 he's not, but he's he's uh, the kid from BYU who's super athletic. Um, I, I don't know. The him. Utah Jazz. Ah, oh, makes sense. BYU, oh, yeah, Utah. The there I we go. I right. should have realized. Little local that. kid. Yeah,
0: uh, Jarrell Brantley. Jarrell Brantley. Uh, is he on the Hornets? He is not. He is also on the Utah Jazz. Oh, okay. And then All one right. one last name for you, Tony Bradley.
1: Tony, he's on Utah too. He's right? also on Utah. Yeah.
0: I say that three three in a row. There's something weird in the water. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> over in Utah? A couple other names I got to give a shout out to my guy Grayson Allen, fellow Dookie. two All Star votes. TLC, Cristiano Felicio, Kem Birch, and Ryan Brokhoff, I, Uh A couple of the other names. I to, actually uh,
1: have one question for you. Is Taco Fall, did he get any votes? Because He did, he did get some votes. Um, and also Alex Caruso, which I can look up myself while you look up Taco Fall. But just because they were two of the leading vote-getters uh, all throughout the fan voting process, I was just curious if any players, you know, Mess around and so, gave them a vote. So
0: fall, yeah, fall got a little bit of love. He he received seven player votes, which was twenty uh, first among the Eastern Conference front court players. More votes than uh, Gordon Hayward. Wow, Vince Carter.
1: Uh, um, so un- yeah, just un- a couple of names. Unfortunately, Alex Caruso, one point two, basically one point three million votes from the fans goose egg from the players nobody voted the bald mamba
0: not a good look people do not want more lakers in the (laughs) all-star game all right let's get to our draft again as we mentioned before the real all-star draft thursday february 6th at seven o'clock on tnt we're gonna just play it out now anyway uh we do know the starters um kyle you're gonna be team lebron who you got
1: I think I think LeBron drafting as LeBron, he's probably going to go Anthony Davis, but I'm going to take my understudy here. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic, is my first pick.
0: All right, there you have it. LeBron taking Luka. I am uh, as Team Giannis. I am not. I am not going to let LeBron get Anthony Davis, so I'm going to take Anthony Davis, just because you know why not? Yeah. And maybe I, maybe Anthony Davis will dunk on LeBron so hard that there'll be some hurt feelings and. In LA, so I'll go Anthony Davis. I
1: like that. I, uh I again, I think Kawhi Leonard would be my pick here, but I'm gonna go with Trey Young and put Luca and Trey on the wow. same team in the All Star team in the All Star game.
0: That you know what? I I had not even thought about that, but that's great. Luca and Trey sharing the backcourt together would be now. Would they just would would they just look each other off? The whole <laughs> yeah, time? just not pass to each other the whole not, game. Like is this just becomes a referendum on who's better? Does Trey Young get benched down the, down the stretch?
1: I think they're both just going to switch off taking step-back threes. Trey Young's going to be pulling up from the logo. Luka Doncic's is going to be taking step-backs. LeBron's <laughs> going to be like, do I even get the ball on my own team? I, it's going to turn into a competition between I, those. So.
0: I'm just going to keep going with Giants. Give me Joel Embiid. I want Giannis. I want Anthony Davis. I want Joel. We want 1980s basketball. <laughs> On on team Giannis here. Yeah,
1: we're we're just gonna put uh, Trey Young on Joel Embiid in the post and see how that goes.
0: Yeah, and all, the All Star game is made for threes. I'm getting all guys that live in the paint.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna counter that with James Harden. Then <laughs> just add add more I, add more bombers.
0: Who needs who needs more guards here? Um, okay, you know what? I I'll take Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi can be my de facto uh, small forward playing point guard. Uh, I you know I think it's interesting. I feel like. Look, he's missed so many games, and I, you know, the the Clippers have been a talking point just because of Kawhi and Paul George. I believe they've only played 18 games together so far. Feels like Kawhi is being not slept on a little bit, but kind of people are forgetting that, like the NBA still goes through this guy.
1: Definitely, I, I mean, he went on that stretch of five, six games in a row where he was scoring. He had like 34, 36, 39. Like this guy, he's still dominating games. He's still completely taking over games. And I think that, you know, people just aren't really willing to even talk about that type of stuff in the regular season because when you think Kawhi and you think regular season, all you want to talk about is load management, which yeah. is wrong. It's not how it should be. But. I agree. All
0: right, you got, you got two guys left to pick from. You can either take Kemba Walker or Pascal Siakam.
1: I'm actually going to go against the grain here and what you would think. I'm going to take Pascal Siakam. I, we need a little bit of size with... uh with going mostly guards, I'm going to go with Pascal. I'm
0: just bummed that I have to start somebody under 6'9 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll i take Kimba. Kimba to round out Team Giannis. So Team LeBron, as drafted by Kyle Irving, LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, James Harden, Pascal Siakam. How, by the way, how about uh, James Harden being drafted after Luka and Trey Young? Kind of interesting. And then uh, on Team Giannis, he's rolling with Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Kimba Walker, We'll see how that actually plays out. The All-Star Reserves, named by the coaches next week, that's coming up. Kyle, is there any sort of one or two things you're looking forward to? uh, The biggest conversation about the All-Star Reserves, uh, what would it be for you?
1: Um, I think the way the rest of the East shapes out, just because of people being a little unhappy with the... Uh, starter selections, I think that's something that's interesting to me. Bam Adebayo, DeMontis Sabonis, and Jason Tatum are three names that right when the, right when the reserves are announced, I'm going to be looking to see did those three make the All-Star team because I believe all three of them should be All-Stars.
0: I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with uh, – honestly, I mean, we talked about Rudy Gobert earlier. I, I'm curious to see if Rudy Gobert finally gets his due uh, as an All-Star I think he should. It's obviously a little bit easier this year. No Steph Curry, no Klay Thompson, no Draymond. Kevin Durant's gone.
1: You know? Do you think that? Do you think that Rudy Gobert is Utah's All Star, or is it? Donovan I think they're getting Mitchell? both. You think, think they're going to get both? I think
0: they're going to get both. Okay. I think push comes. It's interesting because I think in a vacuum it would be Donovan Mitchell, but I think the the history is so pronounced here with with Gobert. I wouldn't necessarily, well, I think he did get snubbed last year. Two years ago, yeah, whatever, you know, reasonable minds can disagree, but I I think that there's no way that Rudy Gobert's not getting in.
1: One thing, one other thing that I think needs to be brought up and I don't think is being talked about enough because the West seem to be so unanimous with their all-star selections. I can't remember a time where a player's having a season as good as Damian Lillard is, and he hasn't even sniffed the all-star starter conversation.
0: No, it's a good point, and and I actually wrote out the uh, the guys who were the first out, and Damian Willard did finish third among uh, Western Conference guards for uh, the starting spot, but was so far behind. I mean, Luca mm-hmm. and, and Harden, I think were, were just so unanimous. I, I think that probably says more about Harden and Luca than it Definitely. does
1: than it does Dame. If if there's an injury replacement in the West, is Dame your starter? Definitely, without a question. Damian Lillard has been phenomenal this year, and it's going to be a shame if they don't make the playoffs and we don't get to see him carry this into the postseason.
0: Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more after that dagger that sent OKC packing single-handedly ended uh, an era <laughs> in Oklahoma City. Uh, Damian Lillard certainly must-see TV, must-see action. Uh, anything else uh, out there? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum one. One, two, neither.
1: I think that I think it's Jason Tatum just because he's the bigger name. I feel like I don't know his stats are a little more flashy, but I've I've been saying it all year long. If you're looking at who's improved more from last season to this season, I'm going Jalen Brown. Um, does that mean that he should be the All Star over Tatum? Not necessarily, but I just think it's worth it's worth noting that if you're talking about progression from last season to this season, Jalen Brown has progressed more than Jason Tatum has. This, yeah,
0: this, this is going to be a we- is a weird weird thing to say, but stay with me. I think Jalen Brown has had the better year. I think right now Jalen Brown is the better player. But I, I think Jason Tatum deserves to be in the All-Star game more. I just think he's, he's more important overall to Boston just because I, like, I can see there being a situation where three months from now, their go-to guy at the end of playoff games is Jason Tatum, not even Kimball Walker. I think Tatum mm-hmm. is the guy sort of there and I I look at I look at Jalen Brown more as sort of a does he become like a Paul George type of guy, whereas Jason Tatum strikes me as the the killer takeover game two way And, and also just defensively, Tatum's been a monster.
1: Yeah, he has. He's been awesome. And uh, back to what you said about Jason Tatum being the guy, the go-to guy in the playoffs. Kemba Walker actually talked about that after their big win over the Lakers. Tatum had, you know, his best game of his career against LeBron James. And some one of the uh, Celtics reporters had asked Kemba Walker about that, and he said that he's really trying to groom Jason Tatum into being that guy because he knows he can and should be that guy for this team. Um I, I would not be surprised at all if Jason Tatum is the one that's taking the big shot when it comes down to it in the playoffs later yeah, on this the season.
0: The, the only other thing I'll, I'll say ahead of the All Star uh, reserves being announced next week, I think that there will be a discussion with the the Devin Booker, Brandon Ingham, Carl Anthony Towns, the flashy stats, young guys on losing teams. I think we're gonna learn a lot about sort of uh, the standing and what, what coaches think of those young players. But much more to come. Next week, we'll break it all down when the reserves are announced, who got snubbed, who's rightfully in, uh, what will Carlin yell about and then backtrack two minutes later. Uh, Who knows? For Kyle Irving, I'm Micah Adams. Thanks for tuning in right here to NBA Sound System. Keep it locked. Keep it in your feed. Refresh, rate, review, subscribe, all of that. NBA Sound System, thanks for tuning in.